weekend. Are you singing to the cat? No. I'm shattering oh. to the cat. He's such a handsome boy. Aren't you, Zam? Yeah, he is. He's got resting bitch face, though. <laughs> oh. Zam, you're a good kitty. Oh, well, here we go. Already recording. We're here. <laughs> Me, Jason, Zambi, the cat, is here. We are here. And uh, you know what? We're going to hit the ground running. We're already running on some momentum. We were having a discussion just before we were recording, and we were saying, yeah, we need to just start right yeah. now and just Let's write just this. Let's just go. Because we're always doing, we're always trying to collect our thoughts and trying to figure out what subjects to talk about. But then we just start talking about stuff. Yeah. So it's always a challenge to, you know, change tracks, stop, do the professional intro music. Okay, here we are, folks, kind of thing. So here we are. And we are talking about, what are we talking about, Jason? We're talking about... Um, uh, thieves. Thieves, liars, beggars. Bastards, stinking like lion thieves. Stinking lying thieves. In, in the regards artistic to world. art, in regards to comedy, in regards to, well, just straight up plagiarism, writing, I suppose. You know, it's funny. Like, I, I don't even think plagiarism is really a thing anymore. I, with with all of the, the ways that uh, people can write things and, you know, make a dissertation or... Even just, I saw an ad for, of course, an AI like chat bot thing that was saying like we can make a script for you for your podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, first of all, then we'd be sitting here like reading, we'd be like, oh, we're this episode is about health, wellness, and happiness, changing your mindset. Like, I feel like that would just be boring. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, probably. listening to somebody drone on and on and on about reading yeah i mean somebody might fall for it though yeah i mean how many times have you fallen for uh, an ai instagrammer influencer going this is how you uh uh, what was that one you were talking about (laughs) well i mean like the the ones that are like motivational yeah but their faces are like cg they're ai oh oh, the voice is robotic but it's like almost it's almost human you almost think it's so hardly sometimes yeah i mean it, it was like a, it was an app for uh, some sort of ab workout thing. It was like a just a body weight workout where you do like V ups and push ups and wall sits and mm. stuff like that. But it has this old man. I don't know. He looks old. He's got gray hair and a bald head and, and everything. But um, he's like ripped, but he's like not thin necessarily. So it's kind of like one of these things where it looks like his body is animated, but they added abs to it. Oh. Has it got, know. like, the weird blur? I, like, kind of. You know what I don't like about the blurs, too, is people's profile pictures. Oh, yeah. When they when they do a blurry picture and it's like, what do you look like under there? Look, we like all guys got and our... girls alike. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying one or the other. I'm just saying in general. We've all got our tricks. We've all got our little... Got our little um, I'm going to do a effects. green alien filter on my face yeah. every, every time I try to post a new picture of me why not i mean we are aliens right you can be whatever you want to be baby (laughs) i can uh so anyway we are on the subject of um yeah just like uh getting your getting your stuff jacked and reappropriated by others um jason you you've had a lot of experience with that yeah so you know back in the day we used to draw a lot of flash um for uh tattoo parlors before they came into uh, a zone of mostly being uh, you know, spe- specified for a person or customized tattoos. You know, you used to walk in, you'd pick a design off the wall, and that was it, you know. So most of us had our own sets of designs, and we would sell them through different tattoo supply companies. Um, I ran a website where I sold mine as well as other artists, um, you know, on the out there as well. And anyway, there were a lot of people that, kind of would go through and just steal designs, you know, or they'd make copies of them and then they'd go and sell them themselves to other tattoo parlors. And I've actually had people where, you know, even recently I've posted designs online that I want to do as a tattoo. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I see somebody's got that tattoo posted and it's like, wait a minute. Don't you watermark them? 
<laughs> wouldn't it be funny if you if you watermarked your your tattoo design, you posted it up online, mm-hmm. and then they were like, they did the tattoo and they even added the watermark. Oh yeah, like that would be hilarious if you could somehow figure out who's stealing your stuff and then like watermark a very subtle. Uh, down to like 20, 30 opacity, yeah. uh, a subtle image of their mother's vagina. Well, I was just thinking a dick or something, but yeah. A or, dick, but yeah. you know, mo- their own mother's How vagina. How would you know? Well, you'd find out who's who's stealing your stuff first. Uh-huh. And, and you go to their mom. Go to their mom. And be like, excuse me, ma'am. And... How their mother, are you today? Their mother's progressive. I'm sure they have a few <laughs> Polaroids from the 70s and 80s. Mm, I don't know. They get a nice blurry image that you can't quite tell, but... yeah. It's there. I, I don't think that's quite me to uh, to go do that. It's above and beyond, isn't it? And that's kind of, you know, I like to say we go above and beyond at Neon Dragon, but that's that's way up here. That's that's. I like how you threw our shop you know. name into a conversation about, <laughs> about <laughs> fine, the about first time vaginas. we throw the, the sh- hey, we need, to, we need to advertise more, but uh, hey. We do need to advertise a little bit more. We do. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Everybody's advertising. Right. Can't we be the... Remember when um, it, you, the term sellout used to be a thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. And now... Uh, it's everybody. Yeah. Everybody is a sellout. And you know what? I'm stealing this topic from a TikTok I just watched the other day. Oh, my goodness. Because there's no... I don't have original thoughts anymore. Okay. You know, I saw um, uh, yesterday... Um, Every week or so, I'll get a um, notification from, like, Apple, mm-hmm. and they'll be, like, their news, um, you know, the arbitrary news feed that they send you every week from that's built into your phone. Here's, like, here's the news of the week from Apple. And it's always, like, they're always bullshit topics that are, cl- like, thinly veiled propaganda. Right. Uh, and this one was a study on how, uh, for some reason, uh, women uh, with AD- being diagnosed with ADHD is growing at an exponential rate. Here's why. I said TikTok. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. I like you don't need to tantalize and me. And it was speci- it, it had to be gender specific. It was specifying. Well, it's, it's specif- specifically women. Really? Being di- diagnosed with ADHD. I'd like to see these results. It doesn't matter. It's TikTok. Either yeah, way. Yeah, it's probably fake. No, it's TikTok. Like that's what it is. Yeah. And women fake. love their TikTok. I mean, men love TikTok, but I think women are That's right. Oh, Sam, Sam is sneezing all over the place. That's uh no. Whoa, hey. Whoa, getting your cat snot everywhere. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Yeah, anyway, so so you're saying that the TikTok thing. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, okay, so sellouts. Yeah, that's, everybody's selling out. Everybody's trying to, anyway. At all times, over everything. And we've, we've talked about this. We I mean, we talk about this ad nauseum. It always comes up in the every episode that everything's kind of the same. In terms of you are the brand, but anyway, right. going back to the good old days or the bad old days, however you want to say it, with Flash, thieves, mm-hmm. which, I mean, is there thievery in Flash? I mean, Flash is basically just like that's like well, a Chinese no, restaurant no. stealing from another Chinese restaurant. You stole my number nine, right? So, so no. In in regards to tattoo Flash, if you go and sell, if I sell my five sheets of designs to you as a tattooer. I'm basically giving you permission to do those t- as tattoos, right? Mm-hmm. Now, inevitably, somebody along the line is going to see that person with that tattoo, and they're going to end up copying it. Mm-hmm. How many times do we have people come into the studio, and we ask people for references? We yeah. do. We're like, hey, what style? Do you have references or anything? And people will look up tattoos and give them to us. So, like, art in itself is almost like thievery. You know, you're you're reproducing something, and it's... Not a lot of original thought sometimes. Right. Now, of course, we love original thought, but we also need some sort of a guideline to go by sometimes, too. But I always spe- specifically tell people when they bring me a photo of a tattoo, mm-hmm. I'm not going to copy that exactly. Yeah. Now, I'll draw it myself, and I draw well enough, it'll be damn near the same. Yeah. But I'm not going to trace it. We'll put it that way. I'm not going to trace that that other person's tattoo. Right. Now, if somebody comes and wants me to do a tattoo of Shaggy and Scooby, fuck yeah, I'm tracing it. Why would I draw that? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to find a reference of the two characters, but that's a specific character. Yeah. But even at that, now, 
we have Kat Von D out there in the shining light of <laughs> the the Bless TikToks and, you know the 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 shining light of, of glory. She's out there being sued by a photographer because she did a portrait tattoo of somebody off of a photograph that this guy took. Who do you think Miles Davis would side in this? I don't think he'd care. That's right, it was a portrait of Miles Davis. Yeah. But to me, that's just the guy who took the photo is forgotten about. Like, who cares? I'm sorry to photographers, but, like, who really cares who took that picture? Yeah, fuck you, Ansel Adams. I mean, like, seriously, like, who who is going to actually care other than somebody that just has nothing better to do in their life, maybe? Well, it's I mean, clearly, at least me, I don't care. Well, it's clearly capitalizing on Kat Von D being a big name, and then the right. photographer's like, I can get my piece of the pie here. So, yeah, I mean, it, it really does um, copyright. It's one of those things that technically everybody's ass is on the line there. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You can't. What are you gonna do? You gonna rip the the flesh off? Yeah. Our what, what, what you, well, and obviously, like this photographer is just looking for. Hey, remember me? Mm-hmm. Remember my name? You know, the, they're they're not really. They're just trying to be relevant again, which is fine. People need to be relevant. That's that. Good. Good for that guy. Go for it. I guess. Right. You know, but I've seen so many people saying like, "Oh, okay, if." This big court case goes, you know, south for the tattoo artist Kat Von D. Then how many other people are going to come out of the cracks and, you know, being like at the door, be like, hey, here I am. I took that photo of Eminem and you did it as a tattoo. And I could be like, well, I actually changed it. You know, I added some graffiti over the eyebrow. I only did half of his face. And then I did, you know, Albert Einstein as the other half of the face. So right. I manipulated that design. Yeah. You know, so like then you're going to run into so many gray areas. Well, it's like there's parody law. Yeah. You know, if you change your, like you said, change an image enough. That it's, Isn't it's it too like uh, even with music, if you like change the, the speed of it or something like. Yeah, there's, you know, like. That's I, how I, like I DJs think about do the, it uh, or something, you know. Yeah. Although DJs do get like. In hot water with like sampling if they don't get permission um i don't know my mind always goes to um was it vanilla ice uh, yeah v he got versus... screwed over badly I, I i don't agree with that i thought he got i thought he won that case no i don't i don't think so no because his argument was like Queen he added up... a note i don't remember if he won oh. the case but i remember his argument being i added like a, a little different a little yeah. note at the end of a bar yeah. or whatever but I, 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 yeah, I don't know if he got screwed over or not. Well, I um, remember, I, I, I remember specifically something to the effect of his label basically threw him under the bus. That sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, it's all about. It really, at the end of the day, is all about how big of a fish are you. Yeah. And f- unfortunately for Kat Von D in this instance, she was a big fish. So mm-hmm. you make waves like that, you're gonna get, you know, barnacles yeah. or whatever the is apt for this metaphor, but. And so I don't think it was a major issue for the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, as big as people are making out to be. No, I don't even think people really think it's as big of a deal. I think it's just a. It's just, I think it's just news. Yeah. Tattoo news. Um, I think also it's more about Kat Von D as a person at this point too, because you know everything surrounding her right now is very. Well, she also polarizing. like polarizing. Yeah, she. Well, she also you know has had a spiritual awakening, so to speak, and, Mm -hmm. you know, has publicly, you know, put her business out there. So, of course, people are going to talk about it. So, once again, it's the artist, not the art. Kind of, yeah. And even the art is like, well, it's just another black and gray realistic portrait of Miles Davis that's been done, I'm sure, ad nauseum. Um, But, yeah, so it's interesting that, you, you know, you have this perspective that coming up, you know, you're on what, 25 years now? Yeah. You've seen the shifts. You've seen the uh, dynamics change significantly, mm-hmm. and the priorities for uh, a tattoo artist are much different than they were back in your day. Oh, huge For, for good or ill. Um, huge difference. 
Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, that's something we'll we'll get into more with the, you know, um, what things were like when you first started. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a, in a little bit here. Yeah. So, I guess going back to... But but the thing you, about the, the the drawings or the designs yeah. and stuff like that, I I have you know made the comment before that I'm very leery anymore about putting designs out there on Facebook, out there on Instagram because people do take them, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not sitting here saying I'm holier than thou either. I mean, like I've seen you know tattoo designs be posted up, you know, and stuff like that from artists from around the world. I'm like, man, that's a good idea. Yeah, you know, and I'll screenshot it. And then I'll go draw my own version of it. You know, I'm not going to straight up rip it off. Yeah. There is, unfortunately, you know, uh, in town, actually, somebody who has done my designs before. You know, I'm not going to go naming names or anything or pointing any fingers at this point, you know, because it's been a while since it's happened. We'll let our listeners speculate on that. You guys can speculate. In the comments below, speculate on who you think we're talking about. (laughs) Either way, the the point being is like it it's scary to kind of as an artist put yourself out there and and if the if I draw something from the heart and I'm like man this is really cool I really want to do this and then four or five days later you see somebody got it as a tattoo and you're not mm. the one that did it it's kind of like what the hell dude like I I really put my my effort into this design and somebody just jacked it like that you know yeah and you can't even tell like maybe it was one of the people on you know that follows you as an artist they were like man i really want to get this but yep i know i can't get in with him this week i'm gonna go ahead and print this out and take it to somebody else right like we've had people come in with printed out designs and we don't know where they're from you know which is also a reason why i try to like talk people into just let me draw my own version yeah of anything but like, if it's a straight up tattoo, absolutely not. We'll not trace it. Oh we'll yeah, not, you know. But like, if it, if somebody still comes in with a design, I mean, I'll still admire it mm-hmm. and and everything. But I will try to remanipulate the design into my own style, right? As opposed to just jacking it exactly how it is. It's one of those things too, where you get say, here's just an instance, mm-hmm. lion with blue eyes and a crown. Mm-hmm. There's only so many ways you can skin a cat or a lion in this case exactly um, and so you're bound in in some cases to ape somebody mm-hmm. you know and especially with you're doing realism realism's uh a motherfucker in that in that regard because you can't you can't draw from your head as you can as as well as you can in real life you just can't you know unless you're some kind of savant right um so you are heavily reliant on references, and so it becomes this like almost DJ like mm-hmm. um, thing you have to do of like remixing and manipulating and just trying to make things. Um, well, and then how far do you research to get a get a decent reference? You got to go beyond the first. I mean, ten pages of Google. Ha- how many usually. people utilize you know Pinterest and Google immediately and are like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna t- use this first lion. Yeah. You know, then you see the same regurgitated tattoo over and over and over and over again because everybody's using that same reference. Let's all go to a zoo and just start taking photos. Yeah. We, we should ch- take a shop trip out to a zoo and just take pictures of every animal. I've and then done just that. create a lot. Li- well, hey. I'm not going to lie. I have actually done that. I, I took the kids one time to the St. Louis Zoo, mm-hmm. and I took my, my badass camera and stuff, took photos of animals there, and then I would outline, I draw them out and add like flowers or something around them and everything, and make them into tattoo designs. Therefore, I wrote off my trip. There you go. Yeah, I've done that. Even when I go like to places like, I might go somewhere for a concert, and if there's a zoo, I'm fucking going. Right. You know? Or like a Japanese garden in Phoenix. I've done that before. Like mm-hmm. took pictures of koi fish and everything. That's research oh, right shit. there. That's a tax write off for a it trip is. to the zoo. One hundred percent. I mean, because, like, you're going there as an artist, and you're doing... People don't realize how much we do when we're not actually at work that is still considered working in our industry. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, yeah, let's uh, uh, let's take a quick break, and uh, then we'll uh, go ahead and delve into a little bit more stuff. How about that?
And we're back. Oh my goodness, I thought we were never coming back. No. It's been like a long five minutes. It has. But uh, here we are, we're talking conventions. We got one coming up, um, middle of the map. April 12th through the 14th in Des Moines. Ivy Hall. Yeah. Yeah, this will be my actual, I've been to conventions before, yeah. but tattooing. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I waited so long. Honestly, I I do because it's kind of it seems nerve wracking. Honestly, to, mm. to tattoo at a convention, so I've always been kind of turned off by it. Yeah, the you know it's just tattooing, but just slightly more confined and and more stressful circumstances, and you have a whole convention where the people there's a lot going on, looking at you mm-hmm. and going <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and music yeah. playing, and um, is that that's pretty accurate? Huh? <laughs> there's exactly. <laughs> There will be people going like that. I mean, that's pretty much the shop, but like, like you're in your own room shops. though, too. Mm-hmm. You have you have your you you tattoo you know with your back to the doorway, and trust no one. <laughs> well, you're get you're back to everybody. That's right. Yeah, but no, you uh, you might want to bring your noise canceling headphones. I'll bring them. If, yeah. if I if I need them, I'll use them, but I don't plan to. You know, um, it'll be good I did. To... I actually used mine last year at this particular convention just because of the uh, bless her heart. She's a nice lady and stuff like that. But the MC, her her voice kind of gets to your nerves a little nice bit. Nice lady, once in a way, you know. Um, like no, like she's a nice chick, but like the thing is, like when you're sitting there working and all you're hearing is this person talking. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I can't concentrate when I hear... I'm the type of person, I don't know what I have, but like you and I could be eating at a restaurant, and I'm trying to focus on what you're saying, but all I hear is the couple two tables away, you know, yelling at their kid mm. or, or, you know, talking loudly about their day at work, and I'm trying to focus on you. Mm-hmm. But I hear them. Right. So, like, when I was at this convention, and, I mean, like I said, I like the lady. She's cool and everything like that. It was just simply I'm sitting there trying to work, and all I hear is her voice announcing, like, you know, the the contests and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm just like, I can't I can't unhear her, you know. So I had to put on my, my noise-canceling headphones. And this has happened at other conventions, too. I'm not just trying to single this one out. But a lot of times the MCs, you know, their job is – to sit there and talk and, and get the crowd and the people that are there to interact. And right. so, you know, they're doing their job. It's just one of those areas where I'm also trying to do my job, so I need to focus on what I'm doing. So I bring noise-canceling headphones all the time. Mm. I don't use them all the time, but I'll bring them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I you know, I got some spots open. Um, Jason, do you have any spots open? Um, I do. I have uh, the so the Friday. I'm actually tattooing our our coworker Carrie, who is uh, also coming and working the show. Um, we're doing a, a pretty pretty decent size uh, Beetlejuice uh, tattoo on her. So oh, nice. the reason that we're doing that is actually to enter into the competitions and see, you know, maybe if we can win a trophy or not. You know, um, if we can, cool. If not, it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's still going to be a fun experience and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a, it's a hybrid realism tattoo so we've got like the realistic beetlejuice portrait and then i've got like some cartoon characters of you remember the cartoon beetlejuice and lydia yeah so i've got them in there and then uh of course the sandworm i can't right. i have to you have to have the sandworm in there. yeah you know um carrie gets Saturn, all her cool stuff oh she does yeah she's she's uh she's a progressive cool kid from you know the 90s mm. she likes all that same stuff we do yeah I'm excited to finish that one I'm working on her with the the cyborg uh, T Rex. Oh yeah, on her arm. Yeah, yeah. I bumped her up to the to uh, next week. Oh wow, Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, now are you gonna finish it? Yeah. Hopefully. Well, see, too. the thing is, she'll be there too. So that's one of the things. Like, I I've won a lot of trophies at tattoo conventions that I've went to just simply because I did tattoos on either coworkers or exes or you know friends and stuff like that that came with me to the shows. Yeah. You know, so that's one way that you can kind of try to try to get your name out there and 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 everything. We were talking a little bit ago about trophies. You know, are they worth it? You know, I mean, they're good blunt 
objects that you could have. Exactly. When you're when you're in the billiards room and you don't have an extra stick, you can go ahead and use a trophy to uh, bludgeon somebody. And then uh, Professor Plum might come by and say, "Where's Scarlet? It's Clue." You know, having uh, Funko Pops is just, it's not, it's not as, uh, there's not as much gravitas on that being a mur- murder object <laughs> right. as there is this big angular trophy yeah. with your name on it. Yeah. Well, d- d- they don't have your, yeah, no, they, they, they don't usually name. put your name on it. They, no. they do sometimes. Some so conventions will, but. How will people know that you actually want it? Uh, just because you have it. But we're tattoo artists. Like, we, we're, you know, what if we steal it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I that's guess. my plan anyway. I don't, yeah, I, I don't want to do the work of, you know, competing and all that right. unfortunate business. Yeah. So I'm just gonna sneak on by and right. Well, steal that's a trophy. Like, you know, how many people we've seen just on on Facebook and stuff where they're advertising for tattoos that they didn't even do, just to trick people into, you know, putting down deposits and then they ghost them. Why I never? Yeah, that's like a bunch of home people do that sort of stuff. Bunch of home people. Home people, like that's tattoo, a, tattoo that you know people that tattoo out of their homes. That's a Scratchers. lovely. Okay, home people. I like I like that term for uh, for the unprofessional tattoo. Yeah, they're they're just home people. Like, <laughs> I guess. kind of garage like, people. What are you, what are you basement people? Yeah, what don't do worry wanna... about them. They're they're home people. <laughs> they're just. The... Wait, like... what is it? You can't say homeless anymore. You have to say like, like, house unhoused unhoused people. or something. Uh. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's one of a real thing or if that's just something. Remember, I think we talked about the Halloween episode where you can't say spooky. What? I don't remember that. I I'm sure we did say that. Our listeners should uh, go back and watch, uh, listen to our Halloween episode. Yeah, but yeah, that's one of those performative like, don't say this, say this, but nobody cares Mm. anymore kind of things. Yeah. So uh, I think a lot of people are getting over that sort of stuff. I'm just gonna bring in homeless people at a tattoo. I, I think that's what I'll do. Yeah. Yeah. You could be like, hey, man, oh, you remember bum fights, those videos? Oh, I can't. You could be like, hey, man, I'll give you these cheeseburgers. You come into this tattoo parlor with me <laughs> and get a tattoo. I remember back in the day, some somebody, a, a friend. Those are terrible. Showed terrible me videos. one of those videos. Yeah. But there weren't, they weren't bum fights. They were actually just like. Just people fighting. The guy. No, not even people fighting. Not the ones I was watching. Oh. Like they were just like literally just torching a homeless guy so he could buy like crack. Yeah, that's terrible. Like Jesus, yeah. This is like the devil works in terrible ways. Oh, felt uh, bad for even watching it. Yeah, like, I, I I have to say I actually have only seen like a few like little tidbit skits of it. I've never actually watched a whole one, but um, I just remember when they came out and people were all like, "What?" It's like that thousands of way, thousand ways to die or something videos. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. It's just that shock value. Yeah, you know. Um, but anyway, back to the uh, the convention. Yeah, I've got uh, I'm I'm tattooing somebody on the Saturday um from Des Moines there. Now that was one of my original designs ideas that uh um I did uh post online and this girl wanted to get it. So hopefully, you know, it'll, she's got a deposit down, so it'll be fine, but it's uh, uh a kind of a mix of Star Wars and Studio Ghibli. Um I drew Yoda. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that like anime form of the Studio Ghibli style. Or is it Ghibli? Ghibli? I don't know. I think it's Ghibli. Giblets? Giblets? Something like that? Yeah. Either way, that'll be cool. And then uh, I I think I have something signed or lined up for the Saturday or the Sunday too. But I have time on Saturday in the evening and probably a little bit of time on the Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, so so this is your first convention to work. Yeah. Um. I don't personally like booking the whole time. Mm-hmm. I like to have some breathing time. Yeah. I like to use a vacation kind of with my working. You know what I mean? If yeah. that makes sense. Like, I'm going to work, but I'm also going to walk around. I want to see other people's art. Right. I want to look at my peers, you know, that I don't know. Like, I want to I go see other tattoo artists. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I want to do, too, because it's like, what's, you know, if you're sitting there tattooing the whole time, unless people come up to you, mm-hmm. which, you know, I'm all, I'm all for. Um, yeah. But it's like, yeah, you're just kind of working in more confined, stressful situation. If you're just sitting there the whole time, not talking to anybody, what's what's really the point? So, yeah, I, I do want to make some time available. You know, I was thinking maybe like having, I don't know, part of Sunday mm-hmm. off to, to just kind of 
tool around and watch other people and maybe, I don't know, buy some prints. Um, oh, dude, people have prints. People have paintings. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about having yeah. some available. Are you? Are you going to? Yeah, I, I do have some prints. I got to find them. Yeah. I thought I thought I had them down at the shop, but I think I'm just going to reprint some new ones. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy. I'll probably bring like four or five different prints. Um, sometimes I used to bring like t-shirts, you know, all sorts of stuff from the studio and everything. And people will buy it too. Like when you're going to a tattoo convention and like, you know, I'm in Kentucky tattooing and people be like, Oh, you're from Iowa, man. You know, let me get one of them shirts. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Sure. You know, here you go, bud. And you sell merch. Right. I mean, it's kind of like a band touring, you know, you make money off of your merchandise too. Yeah. You know, I got a few different kinds of stuff of prints and paintings I could uh, sell. Like, I was thinking about maybe doing... There's that one I'm working on of the Five Seasons tree. Mm. You remember that one? Yeah. Um, hopefully, I'll have it finished by then. Right. Um, I got a skateboard deck I want to want to paint. That the, That's a big thing with these guys. Yeah. Uh, at the Des Moines Tattoo Convention, the this middle of the map, they have a thing with uh, skateboards where people paint a skateboard, and then I think they donate them. And then people will auction them off or something, and then they they put the money towards a charity or something like that. Oh, remember when that was? Weren't they doing that with toilet seats for a while? That was uh, was that the convention that was here in town? I don't, I don't know. I remember there was one convention. Everybody was doing toilet seats. I vaguely remember that now. What, what is it? What do you want? The cat. Your loves cat you. is so freaking needy, dude. You know the funny thing is I haven't seen that cat all day, and then. You come over and he's all about it. Yeah, yeah. We just need a cat microphone. You can be like, yeah. If you don't want to listen to us interrupt each other for an hour, right. Abby, you can listen to a cat purring. <laughs> yeah, Abby's not gonna listen to this. That's right. She never listens to this. Yeah, she actually does. She's a super fan. Fucking hear that, Abby? <laughs> if you're listening, you better turn this off right now. Yeah. Well, you know, next week we're gonna have Duncan back in here. So yeah. Then she'll probably listen to it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Duncan's getting me a hot dog, by the way. Like Costco from, hot from dog? Costco, yeah. I'm sure that'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing that for me. Yeah, fall for nice. Costco. Costco hot dog. Propaganda. Mm, yum. Ooh. Yeah. Fucking Sam's Club hot dog. <laughs> no, Costco. Same thing. Is what's it? what's so special about a Costco hot dog? I have no clue. Exactly. No clue, man. That it's a dollar, what, dollar fifty? Yeah, it's super cheap or something. I, I, I just don't get I think these, it's going like, to be funny yeah. just to eat it. Yeah. These, like, badges of honor for, for some people over the dumbest thing. <laughs> it's not even like Chicago pizza versus uh, New York pizza. It's a Costco hot it's dog. It's a Costco hot dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna so, spend uh, eighty dollars on a monthly membership. No, we're we're going on a whole rant here. Okay, we, yeah, Costco. yeah. I, I was trying to get back to conventions. No, nope. Trader no, 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 no. Joe's. Ooh, Trader Joe's. I like Trader Joe's. I've never been in a fucking Trader. Joe's. You want to go? Maybe. I'll go with you. Do they have hot dogs? <laughs> they probably have meatless hot dogs. Oh, tofu dogs. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, enough about Costco yeah, hot dogs. Yeah. So, um, conventions though. I mean, yeah. it, it's a fun thing. I mean, like, if you haven't been to a convention, which you said... Now, you have been to a, a tattoo convention. Yeah, I've been to a couple. Where where, where, where were those at? Uh, well, there was one in Des Moines. Oh, okay. Um, Which one was it? I don't... Like, was it a while back? Oh, it was a while back. At the Embassy Suites? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. The fog of time, the mist of time, it's lost. Yeah, because I used to work one uh, down there, and then uh, Andrew worked it with me a few years, too. Yeah. yeah. Um... But uh, back in my apprentice days, you know, I was just like, oh, boy, I don't have no idea what's going on. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but, no, I'm, you know, uh, I still got some spots open. Um, I'm look, always looking to do, like, new school, illustrative, uh, any sort of uh, realistic uh, portraits. I love doing that. Um, so if that sounds like your kind of uh, deal, hit me up. Um I do have oh shit I don't have the date set up I have a couple people interested but we don't have the which days set up yet so um, I know I have one day for sure booked um, but yeah is that vague enough for you 
Well, no, that's that's fine. I mean, like, so new school portraits, stuff like that that you yeah. like to do. And I always tell people, like, look at my, you know, TikTok and Instagram. Um, you know, I try to keep a good mix of the, the three things I'm trying to do. And then, right. like, obviously, I li- like like you, I like mixing the styles, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just posted, like, this awesome Shaun- two Shaun of the Dead Dude, those pieces. were amazing. Um, I'm really looking forward to doing those. Those yeah. would obviously probably be... Honestly, that'd be probably two session tattoos. But, yeah. You know, at the very least, I could get you know the portrait part done mm-hmm. uh, of those. But um, check those out. I'll, I I posted them a couple times on Facebook, and I have them. Kind of I've reposted it too. Instagram. So, um, but anything movie related, comic related, cartoon related, pop culture in general, I'm all about. Uh, anything I can try and do, um, uh, my own twist on it. You know, I don't have a whole lot of flash because I. I really try with my flash to, you know, do something a little original, mm-hmm. you know, because it's very difficult. It's very difficult to come up with something original these days, and we we touched it on is. that earlier. Yeah. Um. So, well, the few flash pieces I have available, I'm really proud of and stoked to do. So you can always check those out on my uh, socials. Um. But yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited though. Yeah. We're look, we're gonna be doing more conventions this year. We already we got we're in the talks of doing, um. I know when there's Denver mm-hmm. we're talking about. Um Yeah, Denver. Um we so uh Carrie and Abby and I have already signed up and paid for uh the booth um at the middle of Tennessee. Right. Um in Nashville, Tennessee, and that's not until October. Um but there is a uh September tattoo convention uh down in New Orleans. Mm. And now I used to live down there, so um, I actually already still have clients that are down there, and I know I can. I, I usually never go to a tattoo convention that I know I can't book myself up if I needed to, right? Because one of the points is to try to obviously make your money back for the traveling, you know. But um, a lot of times there, there's uh, there's two ways that artists will look at it, or you know, clients too. Like sometimes clients will be like, "Hey, let's go to a tattoo convention because." You know, they think they'll get a better deal or something. Oh, yeah. But then there's also the artists that are there that are like, hey, I'm going and I have to cover my ass for the money that I spent to get here yeah. and go and be away from home. Like, obviously, you could stay home. And this is, you know, one of our coworker Andrew, this is his his whole mindset about it because we used to work conventions a lot. And then he was kind of over it because he's like, dude, why do I want to spend money going somewhere? When I can sit here at home and make money and I'm not spending any money going anywhere while I'm doing it. So financially, he's got it right, Mm -hmm. you know. But, you know, it it depends on what your motives are for a tattoo convention. Do you want to go to, like me, basically socialize with other artists and find more like-minded individuals um, that you can collaborate with, you can talk to on an artistic level? You know, because we're, we're great friends. We sit here we talk with each other on the podcast we talk with each other at at work tyler and us we talk together you know morgan we, we're all friends right and we talk with each other but we get that stagnant we know each other too well type thing sometimes oh yeah and so for me going to a convention to meet other people yeah or see people that i've known for years that i just don't see very often it's kind of exciting to to go do that you mm-hmm. know um, just this morning I was at kickboxing and Jeremiah was there, um, from Iron Lotus and he's got a booth as well. And he's actually going to ask them to put our booths together, um, oh, beside cool. each other so that we can be, you know, working with them and everything too. And yeah, it's always kind of fun when, you know, other tattoo artists in town that you just don't see a lot, mm-hmm. you know, but you're, you're not, you're cool with them, you know, but you just don't ever really interact with each other. We're all just so busy. It's hard to it interact. It's hard to even, like, get tattooed as, as artists. Oh, like, my goodness. You know, I'm still at the point where I'm not, you know, you look at me, I don't have a whole lot of visible tattoos at yeah. all. Yeah, But part of the reason is days off, it's it's difficult. I was thinking about you the other day, and I was thinking right. about how you have a lot of real estate left. Yeah. You need to get yourself a passport if you don't already have one. Oh, yeah. Because there is an artist up in Canada. His name is Derek Turcotte. And he uh, does amazing work. And he's not far from Banff National Park, which is a beautiful place that I've always wanted to go hiking and 
kayaking and stuff like that. But he does amazing, like, comic book style stuff. Spawn, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Um, all sorts of stuff. And he, he airbrushes like crazy, too. He'll do, like, these sick female faces with, like, wolf heads and... You know, tiger pelts over their heads. You said Derek. It's like if you're looking at Instagram, it's like DK Turcotte or something. Um, I I don't remember exactly. I know who you're talking about. Was his name? Because I see him all the time. And I've even looked at his studio, and I'm like, man, I just want to go guest spot there because it's like looks like it's in like a log cabin. It looks so cool. But yeah, that's one of the beauties of uh, you know traveling is getting to meet people too, and like you know see different people and. I would love to go travel and get tattooed personally. You know, I would totally be like down to get a tattoo from that guy if I had the room or the space or something. Um, I've got very limited space, but I actually got tattooed the other night. Um, actually, uh, you know, my, uh, my youngest daughter is apprenticing as a tattoo artist now. And, uh, she just did a tattoo on me that matches a tattoo that, uh, I had previously done on her and her two sisters so that was pretty uh, pretty exciting. I finally got a tattoo the other day, but man, I forgot how much it hurts, dude. Like, really? When's the last oh, time you got tattooed? Uh, back when Alex worked at the shop, um, she did this like little ghost kitty on my uh, my shin. Yeah. Which honestly, like, dude, the tattoo from Alex and uh, it was like nothing, man. It was it was didn't hurt at all. But yeah, this one stung a little bit, but it was like right over my Achilles tendon too. So it was kind of a Real spicy spot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, it's a uh, closing of the loop. You it, know? It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. So so this being, you know, my my 25th year of tattooing. Yeah. Enters in my daughter as an apprentice, which she tattooed me when she was six. And then on her birthday, on her sixth birthday, it was her golden birthday. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, now yesterday, 15 years to the day goes by, and mm-hmm. she's an apprentice, and she tattoos me. Kind of kind of interesting. I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around it. Like, part of me is like, this is really weird. But then there's part of me that, like, this is really cool. Yeah. Like, this is a this is a cool thing to to be experiencing, you know? Like... I never really thought any of my children would kind of follow in these footsteps, you know. But I mean, she's she's been drawing a lot with me, and my oldest daughter draws a lot too, you know, and everything. And um, it was just kind of kind of interesting. <laughs> this cat is ridiculous. We need a camera just on the cat. He's over here licking one of my guitar cases. You know what? Screw it. Just take the have a GoPro. Yeah, uh, attached to. To Gilby's head. Uh, Gilby's currently licking a uh, guitar case. Yeah, I, I don't know why you're calling it Gilby. What? What's Zam? Zambi. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking of a different cat. Oh, Zambi. You've been seeing other cats? Sorry. Oh my goodness. But I'm I'm an old man. I'm losing track. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that New Orleans show. Actually, speaking of Alex too, she was uh, interested in splitting that with us. So uh, we'll see how that show. goes, okay. too. Yeah. Well, you know, we get a whole list of, of places, and then mm-hmm. we back out of half of them. It's <laughs> right. like, oh, shit, we actually have to do this. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what? That's another thing, too. It's a numbers game, like you said, of, yeah. How much time do you want to take away from home? Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's a vacation write-off working thing. It's very hard to quantify what it's going to be worth in terms of networking, um, but... Like you said, there is it is good to get out of that context and meet other you know, other artists and and figure out other you know see their other bags of tricks, but also see the commonalities that kind of confirm like okay, yeah, we're on the right track here. Yeah, you know, um, it also lights a fire under my ass. Like I'll go out and that's I'll a Taco be like, Bell you eat during those conventions. I, <laughs> you do usually eat pretty shitty when you're at at a convention traveling. I Chris and I we used to take a coolers with us to like you know minneapolis or chicago or something like that to um we'd pack up some lunch meats and some bread and bring our own booze and everything like that and go as cheap as possible yeah. you know not eat out or anything but uh 
Yeah, the, I also like to experience new places and different places to eat too that we don't have around here. You know, I was really trying to keep the cat the cat off, off but of you. yeah, he uh, he won. So yeah, um, yeah, keeping it uh, keeping it lean, keeping the budget lean. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's important. And it's crazy when you go to a convention and you you're looking through everybody's portfolios and and trying to converse with people and and everything and you see different styles that even with as broad as the internet is and we have the world at our fingertips with our phones mm-hmm. looking at Instagram looking at Facebook looking at Pinterest all that stuff until you actually see things physically with your eyes you don't realize how much or how terrible it is just looking on your phone. You know, you don't get that experience of seeing, like, somebody's actual portfolio in person. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll I'll meet people, and I'll be like, man, that was a really cool style that this guy was doing. Like, and, and then I'll start re-upping my own artistic, you know, abilities and stuff, too. Yeah. Um, there's a... Just the tactile... You know, saying like flipping through a book and feeling like mm-hmm. the portfolio in your hands, and actually, like you know, you have a book filled with flash, you know, as opposed to seeing it online. Yeah, uh, it's a different, uh, it's a different ball game because it's like you do kind of feel like a slave to that. So it is nice to to get out and yeah, it breaks up the normality of your normal of of your work day. Yeah, the industry has a pulse mm-hmm. instead of just being this. Uh, beam of light from your phone yeah yeah and it gets you out it, like i said it breaks up the normality of of what you're used to i feel so many times when i'm tattooing day in day out day in day out tyler and i were talking the other day where we we're like i don't even know what day it is yeah well, you know yeah. i i come to work i do my tattoos i go home i spend a little bit of time with my people that i love and then i draw mm-hmm. and then i do my social networking and you know, upload my pictures to TikTok, Instagram, that stuff. And then I go to bed. And then I wake up, get breakfast, and go right to work. Yeah. You know, people don't realize that and I don't know, I've said this a lot. Like we work twenty four hours a day almost. Yeah, it, it you really gotta plan down to the minute almost with your entire life. Unless you can be really, really like very strict and like literally shut your phone off at a certain time. And be like, no, I'm disconnecting. I, yeah. I don't think anybody does that. I think I think the closest I've seen anybody do that is maybe, maybe Andrew. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's difficult to do. It yeah. is. And then you get emails from people at 11:30 at night going, "Oh, I have to reschedule or or whatever." And you get, you really just are terminably online mm-hmm. all the time. Um, oh, I woke up to a, a message the other day that was like, "Hey, sorry, I work at a third shift job. Hope you don't have your." ringer on and this wakes you up which luckily i don't right you know like my my stuff automatically shuts off at 10 30 and then comes back on at like 8 30 or something in the morning yeah so i mean you know i don't know how to wrap this up but like, <laughs> conventions we'll be at middle of the map yes. in april yeah. bitching about our phones yeah because that's all we do now we either are tattooing making art or bitching about yeah, well, definitely come come check it check out the middle of the mat tattoo convention at uh, Hy-Vee Hall in Des Moines, April uh, 12th through the 14th of 2024. Wow, that's a man. I was man. born in 1976, 2024. This just seems weird. Future, future, future. But yeah, I don't know what's up with the cat like keeps licking the guitar cases over here i don't know you coding it in like that catnip mist to <laughs> fuck with it no i mean but that particular guitar case i i actually bought that one from uh i think i got it from this website called reverb nation or something or no just reverb or something maybe i don't know is that the one you accidentally got on an auction <laughs> it you is accidentally i accidentally paid. got that guitar it was like an auction thing and i didn't quite realize that what i was getting myself into and yeah you boomered your way yeah. into a double-headed double neck guitar yeah it's i've always wanted one though well hey yeah sometimes it pays off to be a boomer <laughs> I, I,
Isn't boomer you, like the people above us? Well, you're a you're a millennial. Yeah. Okay. You're a Gen I, X. I'm Gen X. Right. And then so my mom's a boomer. Yeah. Is that is that it? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Boomer. Boomer. I don't think any boomers are listening to this uh, podcast. I don't even know if any Gen X's are. They're too busy applying for reverse mortgages and screwing their kids out of generational wealth and yeah. just dooming us all. Right. I was actually going to try to see if you wanted to legally become my kid, and then I could try to screw you out of some generational wealth. You know, I, I already feel like I've had enough of that <laughs> from my relatives, so... Uh, <laughs> I think I'm good on that. I think my my <laughs> right. cup is plenty empty. Thank you. Oh, he, my cup hath run over I, never. <laughs> my cup hath dryeth. Is there a hole in that thing? It's a leaking. I just every time I see I, you say cupeth, I, I just think of how many times Indiana do I say Jones? cupeth? Just now. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say. Yeah. You know, you do find you say certain words more and more. But hey, here's uh-huh. a subtle transition. What the fuck is that pink pedal guitar <laughs> okay. pedal on your? Uh, so what does it say? It it's a fart pedal. Oh, it's the fart pedal. I've seen this going around on. Oh, I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. Where? I saw it on TikTok. What's TikTok? Yeah, that thing that we were talking about. Um. Yeah, I I saw this uh, on TikTok and Instagram and. People would be playing their guitar and it'd be like, like that, you know, along with the notes. And so I was like, I I gotta see if this is real. I want it. I gotta try it. I need it. I gotta see it. I want it. I bought it. Yep. So I, I never it. use it. So uh, yeah, I can I can show you actually how it uh, how it works. I believe that. Uh, oh, and you got your pink guitar got, too. Yeah. Well, the fart pedal came in two colors. It came in uh, pink for the girls uh-huh. and black for the boys. Well, I like the whoopee cushion, uh, you know, color. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, black is just boring when it comes to certain things. Yeah. So anyway, um, do you sit on that pedal? You could to, to make the maybe enhance the sound. Right. You could try. All right. So uh, we'll we'll get. Uh, Get the microphone kind of in between. This was all a, a ruse to start playing on the podcast. It was. It was like, I just well want to show off my guitar skills. Here it is. That was terrible. That was me playing just now, folks. <laughs> all right. So anyway, so I'm just going to play a couple notes is okay. all. So you can hear what the clean tone of the guitar is. Yeah. Okay. So that's just the clean tone, right? Right. Let's hear the dirty one. Let's turn the fart pedal on. Okay. You can see it doesn't go along with the notes. And it Alexander wept for there were no more worlds to conquer. It just farts, but... Now there are two settings. That was the dry farts. Yeah. Here's the wet farts. That that's it. So were were you <laughs> Anticipating some sort of auto tune melodic in, yes. farts. I was anticipating if I was like like this. Uh huh. I was anticipating it would go like that, and it doesn't. So I have to say that if I were to give this a review, uh huh, I'm gonna have to go uh, a one star. A one star, yeah, for what basically adds up to uh, in a uh, guitar pedal that just basically does an armpit fart. It uh, you basically could have just, just done that. I could have, I could have just done armpit farts. But you know what? You got one more guitar pedal, and that really, at the end of the day, is what you want, right? And the funny thing about it is that it's it's a fart pedal. It's funny. I mean, 
I have a couple pedals that I bought from the band Steel Panther. Uh-huh. You know, one of them is called like a butthole burner. And then uh, I think the other one is like a pussy melter is what it's called. You know? So, I mean, they're, they're, they're fine pedals. They're, they're just more for show than anything. Uh, there's a YouTuber I watch who she's a harpist. Oh, and yeah. she uh, does. She hooks up her harp to pedals all the time uh-huh. for like distortion effects. And I bet you she's done. I bet you she has that one <laughs> and has tried it. Yeah, and has probably had the same results. Yeah, because she tries some like weird out there stuff. Uh, I think Emily, Emily something. Yeah, is her name. I was pretty upset. I mean, like, I, I, I was, I had high hopes because yeah. I saw one video where somebody was playing. Um, uh, oh, what's that Metallica song that got popular with the uh, the Stranger Things? Um, <sighs> I don't remember what it is. Saint Anger. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Saint Anger. That should have um, been Master of Puppets. Yeah. Okay. And some guy was like, and it was like fart, 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 fart. You know. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh shit, this is cool, man. Oh shit. Oh shit. You know, Indeed. but it was not cool. It, it was not as fun as I thought it was going it's to be. It's good for more of a punctuation, maybe at the end of a, like out of a bar. <laughs> right. If you really want to add some gravitas to the, the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe for, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll have some use someday. Maybe. You'll be playing a Halloween show and you'll just really want to do a showstopper. Yeah. And just throw that unexpected wet fart in there. Yeah. That'd be great. Just right the, at the, the end. The next Halloween show, I, I want you to do that. I want you to play, you know, like a, a it'd be good for a rage song. <laughs> right. Just at the end. Like of sleep dun, now dun, in the dun, fire. Dun. Yeah. Just sneak one in there. And don't tell the other band members either. Oh. Just. Yeah. This is, this is how you make it work. Just sneak that little fart in there. Yeah. I think that would work. That would be pretty funny. It'd be worth it for the gag. Yeah. Then you'll get your money's worth. Yeah, very true. Otherwise, yeah, trying to trying to make it a melody out of that. You'll have to send me the the Metallica one you were talking about. I yeah I I, I I would like to uh, try to find that again myself because it was ridiculously good. Yeah, and I was like, oh my goodness, if that works the way that this says, that would be really cool. And I don't know why more people don't have it. See, I'm now a, I know why more people don't have it. Yeah, I'm not a music guy. I don't play. Uh, any instruments, but I love pedals. I mm-hmm. love distortion pedals. So, like, if I got into music, I'd definitely get a guitar just so I could collect and like stuff. Like oh that. yeah, yeah. I should I should show you the pedals that I have. Oh yeah, like the orange cabinets, like all mm-hmm. that shit's fucking mm-hmm. dope. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, so yeah, the fart pedal, folks. Uh, yay or nay? Don't <laughs> buy or don't buy. I would say don't waste your money on it unless you uh, just just really just want it for fun. Um, it did, however. Uh, it came in this can, uh, that says tub of tasty beans. I literally had to use a can opener to open it Yeah, and get the fart pedal out of it. I'm like sitting here twisting the can, trying to figure out like, why can't I get this thing open? And it wouldn't open at all. And I realized I had to actually use a can opener, uh, to get the, the bean pedal out, the magical fruit toot machine. You know, I really feel like this came like... 25 years too late. This should have been a Wayne's World bit. Oh my goodness. This this should have been part of the Wayne's World 3 if if Dana Carvey and and Myers right. had just gotten along. Damn you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, no doubt. I hate you. Well, I the cat loves you. It's been a while since we did a no, podcast. No, I think this is more of a domination thing. I think this is like So do you like it? No. Are you sure? I think my love for cats is Wayne. Is it really? No, it's just like dogs don't do this to you. Right. Mine do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mine try to sit on top of you all the time. But they don't succeed. They just flail around. Well, but, I mean, but Zambi's been very stealthy yeah. and very effective. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's uh, going back to this thing. I, it wasn't worth the money. For it to me, but uh, I it was just it's a funny thing, so I bought it. I'll I'll use it next time I play out. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and we know what that means, too. Can we hear one more fart? (laughs) Play us out, Johnny. Play us out to uh, the theme here. See if you can make it work. To the theme? Yeah. It's not going to work. Farting.